0: radio i don't know brendan i'm uh, a little stuck for for an open this week what to do what to do well we got to be we we have to approach this delicately i mean we i mean it's really this is this film is you know it could be it could it could end up poorly for us if we make the the wrong if we say the wrong thing you know certain
1: things we cannot do or say right ooh
0: ooh ooh
1: ooh I might have something okay well, let's see it well we could uh talk li- uh no, no no never mind okay no no
0: um uh hmm. oh we could say so- that we could say that uh this week's uh, episode is brought to you by K Nope, no we certainly oh, can't. No, no we, we, cannot. we cannot cannot approach. Absolutely that. not do that. No, certainly not. No, no, no. Um
1: uh, well, I mean, oh you, you know, you, we could we could do um we could uh we could um uh, you know, just go into the fridge, uh get a nice bit. No. 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 Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Um Don't want to eat that. That's
0: no, no, it's not okay. No, no. Or 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 drink no, mm, no. no 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 oh no no I got okay we we could do a sketch about how one of like the the producers Careful. or the writer I'm I'm I'm, Careful. I'm just let me let me spit ball here okay. just a little bit that one of the writers or producers is like the grandson of Al Jilt no no we oh, probably shouldn't no, no 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 wait does that um.
1: mean that my Neil Diamond remake no that's not still that's, still out that's, out that's, yeah
0: oh, Mr. Mr. Brendan Mr. Nathan I have idea help your show okay Careful. I is is fine I, I I purchased this wig and brown makeup after no Halloween start the theme music no. just start the theme music we are not no Milos get out
1: when I'm under
0: pressure now The question always comes back to me What were they thinking now? Whoa What were they thinking? What were they thinking? Oh, uh well, now that he's cleared out of here, welcome, everyone, to What Were They Thinking? A podcast about band of questionable movies. I am Nathan, and with me, as always, is... Brandon. Yeah. I, I
1: always thought it was Brandon. I look, I look like a jerk all this time. Wow, you're just discovering this now.
0: Sure. Yep, just Bu- now. I, I'm, I'm going to buy that story. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, so... Uh yeah, um yeah. like I said we talked to we talk about bad to questionable movies and this yeah. is both.
1: Yeah. Bad and this super
0: is, super questionable. This is there are so many all,
1: almost all of my notes for this movie end with a question mark.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um if you if you didn't if you just blindly downloaded it maybe we're in your RSS feed or whatever and You're and talented. you just clicked on us and uh Yeah, you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, We are talking about uh, Soul Plane. Soul Plane. Yeah, 2004,
1: I Uh, believe. Um, But... It's interesting that
0: it's it's called Soul Plane, uh, whereas I feel a bit of mind died because I watched it.
1: Mind, body, and soul just killed by every single minute of this movie sorry for the spoiler alert guys but this was a toughie.
0: (laughs) yes um just to say the least uh but
1: yeah this came out in 2004 and did you know that it was like a huge bomb
0: that that doesn't surprise me in the least because i thought
1: because of its sort of cult following which i think we'll get into later maybe um it had it because it, it cost like nineteen million dollars to make, and it made like sixteen, which is a pretty big bomb because you're not even breaking even just with those numbers. Yeah. And you get other stuff on top of that. Plus, how
0: much of that is worldwide? So, I I think what is it seems to me like it's the kind of movie that a lot of folks would flock to, um, you know, and then like the first week of people who went they go see it <laughs> were like. A- avoid it like the plague. Yeah, like just um, do not, do not go see this movie. It is, it is terrible. Um, is an insult to anybody uh, who sees it. Oh, it's yeah. it, it's like a Don Rickles routine, but you know, not even, uh, not even close to funny as that. And I don't really even find them all that funny, so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, it, it, there's a difference between, and obviously we'll get into the movie, but there's a difference between a movie that takes shots at everyone versus a movie that j- it just makes everyone a stereotype.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, like, no, there's no subtlety or cleverness to, it's, to yeah, this. Yeah, it's not
1: like a, hey guys, we can all be made fun of. It's like, no, you're finding, like, the worst things. Not the worst things, but the, the laziest things. Mm-hmm. And the most hacky Hacky comedy stereotype bullshit and just digging in. I'm getting into the final thoughts. Yeah, let's just
0: let's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the rundown. Uh, yeah. starring uh, The Rock. Can, can we can we talk about that movie and Oh my god, that S- won't ever be on the show because that movie's fucking great. Okay, all right then. So, all right, Soul Plane, uh, stars, uh, you know, Kevin Hart. Uh, he plays this uh chap who is uh, he's kind of uh. Kind of a, a kind of a schlub. At least that's the way he's portrayed at first, anyways. And an asshole. A bit, yeah. He's a bit um, of an asshole. <laughs> he uh, he goes on uh, goes on to a, a, a flight. Uh, there is some um, con- inconveniences towards him. Uh, his uh, dog is murdered, um, and so if this he and he gets his ass stuck in a toilet seat. Sues the airline and then buys the airline. That he sues, and uh, hilarity ensues. Uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, the attempt at it, I guess. I, there were, I will say there are a couple of parts in this movie that I did, I, I did laugh in spite of myself, but, you know, it's one of those situations where it was an island of reality in an ocean of diarrhea. It's also like, you know, it's
1: 86 minutes of somebody just being the worst. Eventually like there's going to be like a 10 second stretch where you're like, "Well, I guess that wasn't as bad as everything else." <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Kind of kind of like that. So uh. uh we we start uh with our credits. Now, so lame. Boring. Oh. Well, <laughs> this movie, I'm just saying. Uh, uh the uh anybody who's uh, who's who's seen this movie knows that this is a uh, you know, it's it's a black filmmaking, a comedy. Uh with Kevin Hart, Snoop Dogg, Terry Crews is in there, uh a plethora of 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 other character actors. Tom Arnold, a white man, gets top billing. <laughs> He does he really?
1: Well, actually, they do. I did in, notice that in, they did say in, in order, alphabetical
0: alphabetical order. Yeah, but I then, feel that they didn't need to
1: do that. No, because they do it for four people's names. Yeah, and then after that, it's just every everyone's other everyone else's name is just plastered onto the screen in groups.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, so I mean, right, right there, I should have been like, this, this is not going to go well starring tom arnold good lord not even that not even just that it's starring tom arnold i could uh, you know i could almost forgive that if it wasn't for the fact that this you know was uh the class the the the, almost the entire cast is people of color and a a white dude gets top billing it's
1: it's supposed to be like (laughs) an all-black cast and tom arnold is like the token white guy and he's the lead yeah
0: yeah (laughs) Well, at least the, the lead in the uh, the, the, in the billing credits. anyways. You yeah. definitely
1: get more money, by the way, for being top of the billing uh, in the credits. That's why so many people push for like uh, having their name before the title, because that actually okay. pays more than if you're like after that or something like that.
0: Oh, that's an interesting tidbit. Because it's a tidbit that's interesting. Yep. Um, so that aside... Um, we actually meet, uh, the guy who is supposed to be the, I guess the hero, uh, of this, uh, Kevin Hart, who, um, this movie aside, I actually think is very funny. I go hot and cold on him. I I like a a good portion of his movies. Mm -hmm. I will say, especially, you know, if he's doing something with the rock, I do enjoy that. He's pretty funny with him. Yeah. Uh, so he is uh, on his on his way uh, to catch a flight. He's got his uh, his little dog with him. He gets to the he gets to the gate uh, to go in at the airport, and the uh, the fella who is running the I guess uh, he's he's supposed to be like the I, would he be like the head steward, like the person who sees you onto the jetway. Yeah, I don't. He won't I, let him I onto the no plane because he says the dog's too big, and you have to check the dog, and it's a dog he could fit in his hand. Because he's well,
1: here's the here's one of the first jokes, Nathan. Yeah. This guy has big old thick glasses, mm-hmm. and because of that, he thinks that dog is big. Which, if that's the case, then why isn't he terrified? Because everyone would look like giants.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying too. Like, I mean, he, it, it, Kevin Hart is legitimately holding the dog. Isn't he holding it under his arm? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. How how could he think that a, a, a regular sized man? A regular sized man, not Kevin Hart size, but a regular sized man could hold a doberman pinscher in their arm like under the crook of their arm. I'm just saying that's the kind of humor that we're we're in for. Oh, we give him better to come. Yeah. Uh so knowing that he has to check the dog, they put the dog in a, uh, a the luggage carrier that you get for dogs and just huck him out the door. Oh, you get that hilarious <laughs> off-screen <laughs> dog yelp. Yep. Classic comedy. the, uh, of course the, you know, he's, I guess, I guess what the movie is trying to set up is that the fact that all these, you know, airlines and stuff are like, they're, they're super, super duper bland and nerdy and stuff because they're watching like the movie, the in-flight movie is the, the Yaya Sisterhood. And, um, the, they have like, uh, Stroganov for... I like, really never, bad food. Never had on an airplane. No, no.
1: I do. And Kevin Hart, by the way, at this point of the movie, anyway, I'm not saying all throughout, but when he's on the plane, he is an asshole. Like he's oh, sniffing other people's food.
0: Yeah, he's, he's like weird for sure.
1: Singing <laughs> loud. He's yelling. He's talking. He's he's farting.
0: Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so uh, of course, uh, the 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 when the stroganoff comes into play, uh, when they start handing out the uh, the in-flight meals, uh, they come around. And chicken and stroganoff are the uh, are the choices. And wouldn't you know it, the the lady sitting next to him, she got the last chicken, so oh. he's he's stuck to have stroganoff. It it does not look good. Um, I mean, it's airplane food, so I mean that's always a a joke that airplane food isn't that good. Uh, mm-hmm. but stroganoff in and of itself is you know it's it's really something that you have to cook and then eat prepared fresh it's not something you want to have as like a, a congealed ready to go meal so it it looks gross and it's it's full of disgusting oil and and it looks just but he eats down thinks it's great it's fantastic mm-hmm. but then of course the stroganoff kicks in and uh he has to go to the bathroom
1: Okay, Nathan. I know that there was farting earlier, but if you tell me there was pooping, I might have to. I might have to put my
0: knee back into place from slapping it so hard. Boy, howdy! Uh, I feel that the amount of uh, pooping. Uh, That old Kevin Hart did in this scene Would have actually uh, consumed him He would have been like an implosion Type of thing You should have seen the top of his head Kind of sucked down as as all of his body weight Is pushed out his anus Because (laughs) that's how much Pooping he does in this scene And then proceeds to get his ass stuck In the toilet seat
1: Yeah and I mean it's just so pointless for movies to even attempt Scenes like this you're never going to top the one In Dumb and Dumber it's like the only hilarious One really
0: well, so far.
1: I mean, it, I I dream for the future, Brendan. Maybe if Edgar Wright makes a movie with a bunch of <laughs> fart jokes, it'll be funny cuz he'll probably find a good way to do it.
0: Yeah, and he just s- sets it to like just the right soundtrack <laughs> so it syncs up just so. Oh, perfect. <laughs> baby Driver 2. <laughs> B- baby Poops. Um, <laughs> uh, so Okay, so because he is stuck and trying to flush, it, it, it throws off the mechanics of the airplane, and they have to. Uh, they they're, they're the idea is for them to to jettison the, the tanks, um, but they end up jettisoning the luggage, of course. So which the w- flight attendants have access to, by the way. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so while he is stuck in the in the lavatory, I I've never been in a plane that has a uh, a, a window. In it, in the plane, anyways, like like in the lavatory. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, right. no, no. Of course not. Right, but uh, he is, uh, because he he sees his dog get killed. Well, sucked up into the into, into the, the jet. The jet which I'm, I'm
1: surprised at the uh, at the restraint at this gag, not to make like blood go everywhere or something.
0: <laughs> I think that would have been. I think that would have been just a a bit, a bit too much. It's pretty harrowing when you think
1: of this scene, though, because, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you place this in the world, he went onto a plane, his dog was sucked up into a jet engine, and then he was taken away, sc- like, screaming and crying about how they killed his dog. Like, cause this this stuff, this, I'm not to this level, this insane level, obviously, but, like, yeah. this shit has happened at real airlines, like, uh, airport, um, you know, employees handling things the way they
0: shouldn't be handling them, and people's, like... Animals have died or got lost. Yes. Uh, And the the lesson in that is uh, next time, uh, leave your pets home. They don't know where they are ever, so they don't care if they go to Hawaii. But also, like, (laughs) airport employees do your job. That too. That too. (laughs) But, I mean, I I feel that both – and we're going to just move on. We're going to move on here because – after all this, like you said, uh, uh, poor Kev is—he's carted away when they—they they do land. He's screaming about how they killed his dog. Of course, he was stuck in the the, the bat uh, in the toilet. So we we cut to the uh, the courtroom where he is he is suing uh, the the airlines. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the the you know the prosec- or the 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 lawyer for the airlines is trying to make him look like a, a money grubber. Um, and Even so, though his you know, dog died, his dog died. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the they first, of course, they bring up the fact that he was he's an entrepreneur who's never made any money on any of his businesses or anything like that, and that's I think that's the crux of their argument. That's pretty um, much it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he gets to give a, he gets to give a speech um, in the in the courtroom, which you know sways the jury, and he's awarded like infinity billion dollars. Yeah,
1: and he tell and and he, and he meets up with his cousin Method Man.
0: Uh, and my my note for that was a hundred million dollars for a
1: dog. <laughs> uh, emotional distress. I don't know. Uh, it
0: was his. It was his support dog. Yeah. Uh, well, let's not forget the yeah, emotional distress. He was nearly sucked out of. A toilet in an airplane, so. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going
1: on. He didn't yeah. get to have chicken stroganoff. I mean, that's 40 mil right there. <laughs>
0: so we kind of, I guess we, we flash forward uh, to um, months, uh, about a, was it about a year later? I don't even think they said. I I almost feel like they did, but I'm not positive. Oh, so I'm not going to pin it to a year or anything. Not going but we back do, to check. Right. I, I would say, you know, probably at least a year to, you know, to, 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 to buy the airline and then retrofit the planes with all the stuff that he retrofits it with. This is the very, very first uh, flight for them. Um, Of course, it's the airport, and uh, this is where our, I guess, A story and B story first cross over because we get to meet uh, Tom Arnold, his trophy girlfriend, because I don't believe they're married. No, not yet. It could be your future mother, he says to his son. Yeah. Who is uh dressed almost exactly like him mm-hmm. uh and then of course his creepy. his uh precocious daughter who we are led to believe at first is promiscuous but she's only trying to wind her dad up like yeah. to get him mad per you know ter- i got this... one like that so <laughs> not the promiscuity this... part but just winding winding me up to get me mad so yeah, we we have this back and forth too, where they're like, where she's like,
1: or he goes, uh, you can't you can't do anything. You're 17. She's like, I'm 18, and that'll
0: come back later in unfortunate way. Right. But we'll 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 uh, we'll move on to uh, first we see is uh, now. I gotta take a look at this because there's there's I, I didn't take a lot of notes. I just have some some uh, stuff here about uh, there was an old lady who was uh, working for him um but she was playing Tekken
1: is that what it is okay i yeah, I, I didn't know I wrote down some mortal Kombat something or
0: other yeah no i'm pretty sure it was tekken yeah because they're like Um,
1: she's old it's gonna get take her a while yeah cut to the screen in front of her and she's playing a video game yeah yeah
0: i did laugh at this tom arnold and his son as i said are both dressed exactly the same they're coming i think they're coming home from their vacation Mm -hmm. and they've got their uh souvenir their paraphernalia that they got at one of their uh places they visit well visited while they were on vacation so both him and his son are wearing a hat that says "Crackerland," and i actually yeah. did get a bit of a laugh out of that <laughs> i th-
1: i think it would have been fine if they didn't have him later say didn't you have fun at cracker world remember <laughs> cracker world get it because we're white by the yeah. way tom arnold's name in this movie is elvis honky
0: honky well, H-U-N-K-Y. yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, but, but yeah, but that's also the joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um so because the old lady was playing Tekken, uh, they couldn't get their their flight was uh, canceled or delayed or something like that. But the long and short of this is or the short and long of it is depending on how long you where how you want to take that, they have to get uh, a flight switched over. Uh, to another airline, and it just happens to be Kevin Hart's NWA Airlines. What? <laughs> and it's uh, flight zero
1: six nine. Flight 069 at Terminal X. Like just piling
0: them on. <laughs> yeah. And so, they're they're before they are whisked away, uh, to Terminal X. Uh, that's when uh, Tom Arnold has the argument with his daughter about her being, you know, seventeen. Or she's like, I'm going to be 18, that sort of thing. And she starts listing off all the things that she's going to do when she's 18, uh, uh, like including having sex and all the various ways that she's going to do it. And um, at one point she says ear jobs, mm. which I was like, oh, I don't really know how the mechanics of they, that would work. It believe a have to rusty- have a really a big ear or a, <laughs> or a small penis. I mean, <laughs> believe a rusty trombone is mentioned at some point. Yeah, I have heard of that though, but the uh, it's the yeah it's the, the it's the ear job thing that I, I find extremely odd. And it, actually, he he says to his I think his trophy girlfriend that you know that she just she just won't listen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, maybe it's because she can't hear because of all the ear jobs. <laughs> maybe it's just like
1: licking the inside of someone's ear.
0: I don't, yeah, no, see, I don't, that doesn't, no, maybe. You know,
1: but you know that's a thing. I guess, it's, well, I mean, if, you know. If uh, you can do you it, know, it's a thing.
0: A rim job involves running your tongue around something, too, so I, maybe, I guess that could be it, yeah. <laughs> I I would still rather talk about all this disgusting sex stuff than Soul Plane, <laughs> but Soul Plane.
1: Yeah when she, after she does that Tom Arnold and like his son get all embarrassed and then he's like they pretend that they're on punked and I'm like oh my yeah. god what at a reference it, eh? <laughs> I mean at the time it, it it was a reference for the time but man it, yeah. it's so fucking dated now <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> But no Nathan next I think we cut to um I don't know but that's the first but it, it's it's two of the the biggest stereotypes in this movie It's the TSA workers
0: Yeah and 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 they actually It's weird because they um, not only are they they you know doing the stereotype on the um, uh, TSA workers, but you're also uh, you know kind of stereotyping in on those you know like just catty women Mm -hmm. and who who would would rather just chat back and forth at work than actually do the work. And then of course when somebody calls them out, they've got to do their work super aggressively. Yeah. Oh, and they also
1: Uh, like Monique straight up like stops some guy, says, you look like Denzel, and brings
0: him into a room and violates <laughs> he him. He does not look like Denzel. <laughs> he's no. the he's the uh, he's the shift sergeant from the rookie. Oh shit. Uh, you I, know
1: what I just thought of? Maybe, maybe um, those big thick glasses are actually Monique's and that's why that guy, when he wears those glasses, it makes everything <laughs> fucked up because
0: they're not his prescription. Because they're not his prescription. <laughs> it's a cut scene that that would have made this movie just would have tied it together. Would made everything's perfect would've sense. Perfect. This would have won comedy of the year. Worth guaranteed. a watch. Yeah, best picture. <laughs> um, I do think it's funny when she's uh, there's there's one dude who's coming through the through the metal detector and uh, he's not tall in stature, uh, but he's dressed. In his his full on uh, gangster regalia, he's got like the he's got the hat, the 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 cross necklace, uh, you know the the clothes. He looks spot on but you could, like, put them in your pocket. And she calls... She says, you you look more like 5 cent than 50 cent or something like that. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I thought
1: that was all right. Followed up by the hilarious joke of him emptying all his uh, metal stuff into a tin. And I'm like, oh, you get it, guys? Because black
0: people love bling. it's It really is an unfortunate... (laughs) Oh, and then... (laughs) We get a cameo Carl Malone. The most, (laughs) like... Pointless cameo. I well, it's it is the it, well it is, but it also isn't because it does put up um, Tom Arnold to his character to be a complete doofus who doesn't know anything about anything because he went to high school with Carl Malone yeah. in this cinematic universe, uh, and uh, but never followed up afterwards. And uh, the story being, of course, Carl Malone is like one of the greatest basketball players you know, of all time, um, fight me. Uh, and, uh, he, this guy had, has no, he has no idea who he is. Doesn't realize that his, uh, you know, his former high school basketball teammate went on to be one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course he says, you never passed me. How do you know how, how bad I sucked? And he's like in these, he said, cause cause I was the black guy. He's like, no, because you're terrible. It's like, I'm pretty sure the joke here is that, of course, it's because he's a black guy who went to like a predominantly white school. But
1: like, and, and like, isn't
0: that like, isn't that crazy though? The Malone is
1: like you, you. I just thought you were super racist all these years, <laughs> right? Like, Jesus,
0: uh, he was so, so excited funny. to see him too. Yeah, he <laughs> was like, "Hey, man, well, it's like, good friends from high school haven't seen each other in a while." <laughs> Remember when you were racist to me every day in gym? Nope, can't wow. say I do. Jeez, but you know what they say—the the guilty don't feel guilty; they learn not to. <laughs> Speaking of racist, though, uh, his his um, trophy girlfriend starts
1: getting some real racist uh, uh, nerves at the airport. Uh, and then this
0: is the the first uh, we get of uh, I don't know MC Fresh Daryl. Oh, like his son shows up, he is—he's immediately he has changed out of his you know Tom Arnold costume. And he's got, like, a track suit and the, the tennis hat. Mm. Uh, and, of course, he's just fully right into it, uh, which, you know, that's one of those things where you're like, yeah, you know what? There's a stereotype for a reason in this situation because I see that a lot. Mm. He looks like a tall Jamie Kennedy. He's just, just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a little,
1: a little cultural appropriation junior.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, well, the reason we didn't say this, the reason why he was able to do that is because... Uh, Terminal X, which is actually, uh, Malcolm X Terminal, mm-hmm. because we see the sign when we come in, is not only just a terminal where you, you wait for your flight and there might be a Cinnabon, but there's like, this place has like a foot locker. There's like a, you know, there's, uh, all kinds of different places to, you know, eat. Of course, they're all super stereotyped. I think one of them was Roscoe's Shit. Chicken and Waffles. Yeah. And then there's a 99 cent store. Right, um, and so of course you know, they're they're kind of in on that, but we don't really get to to uh, get into that too too much uh, because what happens next?
1: Well, this okay, we already mentioned uh, Monique assaulting the guy, but after yes. that is uh, when they go onto the plane and we meet the flight attendants, uh, mm-hmm. Sophia Vergara, who we've talked about once before. She was in that Medea, yes. Medea movie where she went to jail for ten minutes. Um, right. Which is uh,
0: now streaming on Tubi, if anybody's interested. (laughs) Really, really fun. Yeah. Fun, fun flick. Sure, yeah. It was better than the other one, I'll say that. Um, I had so much fun talking about the other one, though. (laughs) So, (laughs) Sofia
1: Vergara, um, the other girl, I'm not sure uh, who that is, but um, the guy is um, in a much better movie with an all-black cast called Undercover Brother. He played smart brother, Gary Anthony Williams.
0: If I could, if I could, if just, just... What, like I remember us talking about this kind of off before about how there are some really good and well made, uh, you know, black comedies. Undercover Brother is a perfect example of it. This is not. Yeah, and I exactly. know it's a hot take. I know we're probably gonna hate on this, get hate on this because uh, we don't like this movie. But I just can't get behind this movie hardly at all. I mean, I'm I, I
1: guys. Just Google what Spike Lee said about the movie and think about that for just a few minutes because I think he right. made some really good points. So, yeah. So, wh- where were we at here? Oh, great. So, that's the flight attendant. So, yeah. Smart brother from Undercover Brother, Gary Anthony Williams. He mm-hmm. is... Um, I don't know if you, you can tell this by watching the movie, but he's our gay character. And so much so that his name is Flame. Flame. Like, you know what's not funny?
0: A funny name. Ever. Yeah. Like, hardly ever. It's... Mm. <laughs> I don't think that's like his legit name though I I think the, the other one Is the legit name that is like Okay yeah we get it and it stopped being Funny before it was even funny It's his is I feel it's just like a nickname That's yeah. been kind of given to him right Which is which also not good Because he's yeah, a gay dude Don't nickname that somebody that <laughs> Yes no you don't do that yeah, they're just chatting, and, and
1: um, they're all just, like, chatting about, like, their love life or whatever, and, you know, we get a lot of him, like, stroking a wine bottle and talking about, mm-hmm. ooh, I could reach that that coin, uh, that thing that went up, or, or Sophia Vergara says she kicked her boyfriend in the balls so hard, one of the balls, like, flew up inside him, and he's like, ooh, I'll go find it, like, oh, you get it, guys? He's a gay man.
0: Yeah, because the, all they think about is is sex with other men. All, they don't always. have any other interests about you know being like individuals who no. you know maybe like you know hockey or or you know yeah, playing video games or something like that. Just, they they can't be normal. No, they can't be. That's just,
1: and, and and if you're straight, God damn it, um, this
0: fucking movie. If
1: you're straight, their only mission is to convert you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! According uh, to this movie, too. Just saying um yeah and then okay and then they're they're wondering about the pilot like method man's like where's the pi- i got the pilot i got the pilot he's showing up and that's when snoop dogg walks in um by the way snoop dogg uh was uh filmed
0: did his parts in this movie in five days that doesn't surprise me in the least <laughs> he probably wanted to be done with it as soon as possible i feel that this was a this was a paycheck mm. mm-hmm. i mean we're talking about the guy who was in the movie bones not not the television series but the movie where he's kind of like the crow but a pimp version oh, oh my god we need to do that one <laughs> uh so yeah um his we are int- also introduced to his co-pilot who whose name is uh Gaiman, hmm. but everybody calls him gay man <laughs> right because mm. it, it sounds like a gay man right and of course because of that he has to be um he's, he has to be super defensive about oh, it. Yeah. Um, you know, actually denying it that he's, you know, gay. He's just gonna be like, oh no, it's 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 actually gay man. Yeah. That's no, because
1: he's like, oh, I'm not a gay man. Like, I don't have, I don't fuck other men in bedroom. In, oh my god. B- uh, beds or whatever. Fucking dialogue. I like pussy. This. I like all the pussy all the time. And then even <sighs> Snoop Dogg, he has some line where he's like that
0: fruity fuck just tried. to Oh hit yeah, on me. no, there's there's some, oh. yeah, there's some really bad stuff in regards to that in this movie. Uh, we do meet uh, a blind John Witherspoon, although not totally sure if he is. I feel like they, they forgot to film the
1: scene where it turns out he was never blind. Yes. Because that's, de- that's definitely what it was,
0: right? But, but If they did, they would have had to cut that. Oh, they would have had to oh. cut it out because of the part at the end. Oh, which we'll, we'll, co- we'll, I'm sure we'll cover it. There's I'm, I'm two, sure I won't forget about pro- it. Probably two scenes
1: they would have had to cut out, actually. But yeah.
0: yeah, because there's times where you're like, oh, no, he obviously has to be legitimately blind for this yeah. to be happening. And I, I I, had that emotion. Okay, so
1: anytime anyone showed up in this movie that I liked, which was a lot of people. I think there's a lot of great people in this movie. But anytime it happened, I had uh, like a teeter-totter emotion. I was like, oh, oh they're in this, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like yeah.
1: Snoop Dogg was the biggest one. Like, hey, Snoop is in Soul Plane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he, uh, after they get their introductions done in the, in the cockpit, he of course, I believe, he orders a quadruple cognac. Mm. Um, he's the pilot, so I mean that's, I suppose it, you know what uh, you, I I gotta say this. I will have to give them some um, credit for making that joke in this case being about the fact that you know he's just supposed to be doing a, a job clear-headed, mm-hmm. and he's not. You know, that's I get that's. That's that's no, that's it's, about it for <laughs> tell- because because any any goodwill that 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 um you know joke got from me was immediately lost after the next scene where we meet uh, a passenger who was in uh who is in, uh, he, who's in like who is in oh he's in uh the low class section because there's first class and then there's like low class mm-hmm. and of course low class looks like a subway. Uh, uh oh, I mean not uh, not the restaurant where you eat fresh but the you know the the pea soaked trains that you take under cities. Well they
1: even have like the um the straps that you hang onto there. Yeah,
0: it, yep, and yeah. the uh of course the the monitors for the the safety videos and stuff rather than being you know just regular uh you know flat screens or something like that um uh, or at the very least nice televisions they're like janky 70s tube TVs. Mhm. Um yeah. Uh, and, oh and the 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 overhead bins are pay lockers.
1: Yeah, which Tom Arnold yeah. does and then he just turns his head like you crazy people. Like we might as well have said yeah. that. Yeah. Um the kid makes a fucking UPN joke.
0: Oh, I must have missed that. They one. walk
1: in and like all like they walk into low class and the first thing he says upon seeing everyone is like this is some UPN shit and I'm like, "Oh my god." Uh also okay. a joke
0: that like <laughs> It doesn't again really dates <laughs> really dated the movie yeah. UPN <laughs> yeah well you know it it made its way into a, a couple of uh uh cartoons and, and television shows at the time too i remember they, they make a UPN joke in the in the clerk's cartoon mm. one of the six episodes that that exists of that <laughs> yes. um okay so I, we're really yeah, the reason why we're getting to this part and why I said any uh, joke that may have gotten some good credit out of me previously is immediate loss because uh, there's a pi- there is a passenger getting on the plane um, who is Middle Eastern and he serves to be there for this joke and this joke alone. We never see this character ever again in the movie. He serves no point to the plot whatsoever. Uh, Of course, as the camera's panning down, because you're seeing all through this from his point of view, everybody's like... (gasps) "Oh, they're all super worried, and of course, they finally do the reveal, and he... You know, he looks around and he sits down. Of course, he sits down and, and Monique and her coworker worker uh, show up saying, you know, we're feds now and and uh, they're going to get they got their eye on him and, and all this stuff. Because, of course, you know, he's he's Middle Eastern. That's that's the joke here.
1: Yeah. You get it. Remember 9-11? Yeah it's yeah. it's oh man because like the whole thing is like you know we just we're, we're just gonna keep an eye on him just in case i'm like yeah that's not profiling or anything like that certainly not mm-hmm. That just that's just
0: yeah i get that why do i have a note and again if anybody has seen this movie you'd know some sort of inebriant is required to sit through it i have a note that says nano was great in the sack and i don't know why i wrote that oh i have no idea yeah or nana says
1: great in the sack oh yeah no i know what you're talking about so there's this couple that keep that want to fuck everywhere in the plane like they just keep going to new places to have sex and she made a comment something about like um nana said a man who's great in the sack is something or other i don't remember the line but that's definitely something that she said and then the guy was like
0: ho 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 and we're all laughing and holding our guts so my, je- my note here is because I was confused as to anybody's nana talking to anybody and saying you know a fella who's great in the sack oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. we don't get time to really mull that uh, that whole uh, psychological scarring over because we get a flashback where uh, because Kevin sees that's Kevin, it's Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart it's Kevin Hart Kevin Hart sees uh, an old not an old flame, not the, the steward, but uh, actually an old girlfriend. And I mean, who um, the fuck cares about this story? Like, seriously. It's, it. you know
1: what? It, it seemed really tacked on. It was so tacked on that I think it's only mentioned in like three scenes.
0: Although she gets a fair bit of screen time because of it. So kudos to her yeah. for getting, getting a tacked on story, uh, ramped up into a really good paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Of course, because he sees her, he has this flashback about, you know, the, the, the night that they broke up. Mm-hmm. But, oh, and this, this thing that calls me so much is that why can't we get the whole flashback at that time? Because we have to relive this flashback again later. Because, Nathan, you can't know
1: the twist yet.
0: Yeah, we, right. we also
1: get to get the hilarious joke of every time Kevin Hart's talking, there's like planes flying overhead and shit, so she mm-hmm. can't hear him, and she's like,
0: "What? What?" And again, we're just rolling the aisles. <laughs> oh yeah, it's because not only I mean because uh, her is his girlfriend uh, or his girlfriend at the time when he goes to break up, but they live like directly over the LAX flight path. So does he, as a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. Now, this actually is kind of a, a good, like, a, it's like a, again the island of reality. There is like, it's a social commentary on the fact that all low income housing um, for the predominantly black community in Los Angeles was is directly over that flight path. So like, you're constantly hearing like loud ass engines going off all the time. Mm-hmm. So, it gets one point in uh, in the good column against the gajillion in the oh my god why did i do this well Speaking of which, um, I
1: think ne- well, next or right before this, or somewhere around the same time, there's a fully produced—and I use that term in the loosest way possible—music uh, video for "I'm a Survivor," where the flight attendants are like telling people how to, uh, you yeah, know, how to be safe. safety or whatever. video. And I'm just like, what is this bullshit? Like, what am I fucking watching here? There's no jokes. It's just we're literally just watching a fucking music video that looks like it was shot in like 40 minutes.
0: There's like two. There's like two camera cuts. This, this is this is so much the the least offender of all my grievances with this oh, movie. But it's just
1: no. But it it made me even madder than the jokes and the racist stuff at some <laughs> at, in some way because I was like, yeah. now you're just wasting my time. <laughs> I didn't I didn't click over to the special features to watch the fucking Soul Plane music video. Like I just show the rest of the movie
0: and be done with it. <laughs> Uh so once that's, well, that, I think it's just before or just after that, um, the Snoop Dogg and Gaiman, um, are securing the, the cockpit for, uh, for takeoff, uh, you know, and Snoop is getting his, his space, you know, ready, getting his stuff out. Um, I think he had a, uh, a Sanford and Son bobblehead and, um, he gets gaming to, to lock the cockpit for takeoff, and, of course, the joke, you know, that it's got a billion locks on it, like, you know, an apartment in a shitty area of town would have. Get it? Yeah, get it? <laughs> so, and, of course, the plane has hydraulics. That's the name. I was
1: trying to think of what that was called. The plane was, <laughs> yeah. like, bouncing and stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Again, not, not the most uh, offensive joke they could have told. So, I mean... I did, I did like the, 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 I think that one of the next jokes that's coming up is where flight 69 passes by, is it Texas air? And of course the entire plane is filled with uh rootin' tootin' Texans with cowboy hats and, and everything. Right. And, uh, they all lock their doors as the, as the plane goes by. Um, we might have a
1: different cut situation here. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't see, didn't catch that scene. My head might have been in my hands at that point.
0: Well, I mean, given the the fact that the music video was <sighs> just before that, you might have still been recovering. I'm like, from is this that. done? <laughs> what are we? Doing? But that was that was again that was another in the in the good column. I thought that was a legitimately funny joke. Um, uh, you know that you know scared people from the from rural areas locked their doors. <laughs> just when somebody drives by them listening to loud rap music or something you know
1: what it, you know what's a weird joke um to hear in this because you have to remember at the time this was going on the kobe bryant rape trial had just happened or it yeah. was about to happen and because uh, there's a line where tom arnold looks at some guy that's sitting next to his daughter and he puts his like hand on her leg or something and he goes easy kobe she's 17 and i'm like
0: oh try making a kobe joke now <laughs> I suppose uh, that's I didn't I didn't I didn't catch that one. So uh, fair play to my Texas joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, so at this point, uh, Tom Arnold, he's getting uh, he's kind of getting, you know, he's protective and he he he's I don't know what he gets up to leave or something and tells his wife to read one of the in-flight magazines. And so she's looking at the, at the magazines. Oh, his, he got to go to the bathroom. That was it. Yeah. Um, so she's reading the magazines and there's a picture of a guy, uh, on, like a model on the front of the <laughs> fucking magazine who has a, a dick down past his knee. Mm-hmm. That's, and that is, that is the joke. That's the joke. And then the kid is like, I'm going to go walk around the
1: plane, which is like the laziest thing, to, reason to just get him out of the scene. And then yeah. yeah, she just like goes full on like, "Oh, this magazine! I gotta find this guy." Because we learn that that
0: guy is on the flight too. We do, yeah. Um, although there, there's a there's a really fun way the way Kevin Hart describes him later, which I I, I did kind of get a laugh out of. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tom Arnold has to go to the bathroom, and uh, he meets our bathroom attendant. D.L. Uh, Hughley. D.L. yeah. Who, by the way, I think is the only one putting
1: effort into the movie. I'm just going to say it. You
0: know, I'm going to say this because it's it, it, it like Snoop Dogg's situation. I feel like all these scenes could have been filmed in just a couple days and he was one and done. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have time to get exhausted <laughs> by this script.
1: Yeah, like nothing he says is funny in the movie, but I'm just saying like he's he's at, he just seems more like... Not worn down
0: by, by the, the idea. He, he's there just because, just to be the bathroom attendant. Now, I, anybody who's ever flown and knows that you know, airplane bathroom you know stalls are small. Uh, not this one though. It's got a it's got a stall and an attendant who gives out like mints and stuff like that. I can't understand why anybody would have like. Uh, but I mean, it's obviously this movie's not real. So I mean. It, it's, for just, the, it's for the sole purpose of doing the
1: joke where Tom yes. Arnold sits down to take a poop and he plays the song Push It. Oh my
0: f- yes, he does, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when that yeah, dude shows uh,
1: up to, like, the guy from the magazine starts, like, romancing his wife who just can't stop
0: <laughs> staring at his dick. <laughs> he actually says... <laughs> he says... That thing's got a face on it. And his, his girlfriend replies with, it might.
1: She's gone. It's going to be, it's
0: gonna be As in, her. It's going to be you her know, face guys it? on it. You get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't this the second
1: time we get, like, a reference to uh, a Middle Eastern character or characters? Because Snoop is like, this is my flight school I graduated with.
0: Oh, yes, we do, yeah. He graduated with, like, the Taliban or whatever? Well, because we find out he was... He... He, he learned that uh, he learned how to fly in prison mm-hmm. because originally the, Kevin Hart had, had was under the belief that he had learned how to fly uh, in the army. Right. In the Air Force, rather. Um, no, he he's he learned it on flight simulators uh, in in a prison. Uh, he we also find out that he is uh, susceptible to air sickness. Yep. Because and which which is funny because he's he, he's a. He's an airline pilot oh. who gets airsick. Oh, because his job is so. to go in the sky again, and he gets sick when he goes in the sky. Kudos to them for not being insensitive to somebody in some way shape or form. Oh, <laughs> with that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is a weird insensitive joke, but I don't know why it's offensive,
1: but it just feels weird because Kevin Hart comes in and he says he starts like freaking out over all that, and then he says mm-hmm. uh, he says like Snoop whatever, gay man, and he goes, "It's gay man." And then Kevin Hart says, "You going to be a gay man?" What? How does I don't yeah.
0: <laughs> What's what the like, threat is that? <laughs> That, that, that's like when uh, your grandmother uh, says something similar in that way not about the game and thing but just admit, admit not making sense it's like Nathan uh come you know clean up your room Nan, I'm playing Nintendo oh I'll Nintendo you I've heard that yeah. <laughs> I heard that one all the like, time what the hell what does that doesn't make any sense You're Nintendo Dude, no. me <laughs> how are you what <laughs> Just get in here, you know, which which lets you know that Nana didn't have actually a, a really sly, quick wit, which I, you know, I guess that's what happened to Kevin Hart in this uh this scene. Oh. Um, oh what? Else? Oh, there's a re- there's a fun line where uh you know Snoop says you know about them getting flying. He says he's gonna get them higher than Redman
1: at the source at the source which that that line kind of made me chuckle (laughs) and only because of the fact that i was like method man's in this movie method man's in this yeah (laughs) the alcohol choice Um, is colt 45 or alizé yeah um so we get those those hilarious things and then um what's funny is tom arnold is like can you describe what those are and then the kid i think oh yeah so he describes it and then the pilot yeah when the pilot makes an announcement that's when the kid like translates it and he's like amateurs and i'm just like i want to murder this kid (laughs) uh
0: we we also get the handing out of the the in-flight meals um first class is getting uh, uh baked potatoes with uh sour cream chives remember that because that will come into play with john witherspoon here shortly don't worry we haven't forgotten about him uh, they're getting a fantastic luxurious meal, uh, and of course, uh, low class is getting Popeye's chicken. And you only it take one piece and pass it back. Come on, guys! Remember, to share two napkins.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's funny because yeah. they're 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 supposed to
0: be poor. You you see? Right. <laughs> Why do I have disco lemon? I don't know. Nathan. I can't decipher that. <laughs> didn't <laughs> Disco Lemon was it, is was, not a character. <laughs> was it one of the drinks or something? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. God, you're pretty. I had to get me- I had to get messed up to see this movie, <laughs> and I, I I had to kind of get messed up to talk about this movie too. So I thought you were yeah. about to say I did mescaline to see this movie. No, no, no. I would have that would have ended super poorly. <laughs> Here's my notes, man. It's just like an orange. <laughs> Yeah, this is an orange. Yep, that's right. This movie was sun-kissed. <laughs> it was juicy, let me tell you. Boy, howdy. What, what were they thinking? It was really appealing to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it was a real slice of of zima verite. Well, somebody take his masculine away. I'm getting. <laughs> That's it.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, but this is pretty much the scene you talked about because John Witherspoon is like still being a huge perv, and he talks about like, oh my, gr- I used to have this girl who got on a trampoline oh, and
0: whatever. God. And then, and he's because he's trying to hit on this this uh, very austere lady who's sitting next to him, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's trying to kind of carouse, but obviously he has to be blind for this to happen he thinks he's getting to third base he but she has gotten up and left and he is molesting a baked potato he just, he's he's yeah he's fingering a potato which i know the
1: character is supposed to be blind but is he also stupid yes 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 i don't think a potato feels like a vagina i'm just gonna put it
0: out and there also i mean if it i mean if that probably if that baked potato is piping hot out of the oven, and he's he's got third degree burns on those two middle fingers. I mean, I'm just that too. And also he, later on, he 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 takes a whiff, and I'm like, he doesn't realize it's it's sour cream and chives. No,
1: because he says, "Ooh, she puts cilantro on it. She's crazy. She's crazy. I like that, or something like that." <sighs> he also, by the way, we should mention he's fingering a potato in his seat, and uh, like he ejaculates in his pants. Yes, and which he we has- never see him cleaning up. Well, no, he has,
0: he goes to the bathroom. He just washes his hands. That's all he does, right? And he, he gets DL Hughley to help him out, and of course, he can't resist sticking his fingers under DL Hughley's nose, and that's he he's like, DL Hughley's like, I don't know what you think you did, but you did not finger anybody, and he's what are yeah. you talking about? And he that's the cilantro. Uh, that's where the cilantro line comes from, because that's him taking a whiff of it again. <sighs> and he only wanted to wash one hand, if I remember correctly. He doesn't want to wash the the, the stinky pinky hand. He right, sucks. he wanted to save that for later, I believe, was the gist of, of what he was saying. It was pretty gross, so... Yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> um,
1: but you know what? We haven't talked about stereotypes in a while, uh, Nathan, because um the gay, the gay character comes back. Yeah, can we talk about uh, Flame's Asian lover? His Asian lover, and he also... I mean, Kevin he has some line about like how he had to go get his stomach pumped or something. And Kevin Hart, of course, has to be like, hey, that's gross. Don't talk to me about that. Ew. And and then at one point they have the get, they have flame like trying to grind him. And I'm like, stop, stop. Mm. Like it's, it's, it's such a, I know this is like a stupid comedy, but that's such a harmful stereotype
0: for like a gay character. uh, It's just the fact, and not even just the fact I mean, even for 2004, that's, crazy lazy it's so lazy it's so lazy i had to rhyme it with the descriptor it's crazy lazy <laughs> crazy lazy it's just so like yeah and it's so regressive and like i don't know it's, it's gonna be to- the name of my next band too and <laughs> it'll actually it'll go along with uh how dedicated we are to making an actual album and music just crazy lazy <laughs> we don't do a goddamn thing but it's also like it's also just like I don't know. It rings too
1: true to like real uh, uh, assumptions people make about like, you know, horrible people make about gay people to be funny. Like it's just like
0: like you joked about earlier, you know, the, all, all they all they want is convert you. It's like, yeah. no, dude, just shut up. <laughs> yeah, Guess what? They don't give a shit. <laughs> yep, they don't care. They really no. don't. They just they just don't. And they what they want is they want you not to care as well exactly that's the easiest way to put it
1: but yeah he gives them he gives Kevin Hart like gay best friend advice you know that, that yeah. thing was like you gotta go to her you gotta you gotta go to that girl and get her back and none nobody in the theater gives two sweet fucks about this romance um, yeah but, I, um, but we do care about the romance we go back to because this is the two people that are just fucking everywhere Yes, and they up they end up in the and bathroom, they got it. They right?
0: they go into the bathroom. This is the third yeah. scene with DL, and they they're going at it hard, and she wants to like choke him out. Mm-hmm. To to you know, because she, she not only does she want to do it all over the plane, but she is crazy kinky. Yep, I mean you know what whatever. I mean, do your thing.
1: But I mean, this is not played for like, Oh, <laughs> this is, this is played in a mocking way. Not a, like, well, you know, I,
0: I think that again, the, it's, it's weird that you have to be like, I think the joke here is, but the joke here I think is that, uh, is that she is, uh, she is, a, she's sexually dominant that she knows what she wants. And then she wants, she wants to fuck. And it's, it's weird because that's again, one of the few goods in the good column, it's pretty subversive because you think about how women are, were normally portrayed in movies, especially even up at that point is like any sort of, you know, assertion. Um, they were either, you know, they were, they were a villain, um, or they were just like a, well, even a tertiary villain, like, you know, the the bitchy friend of the girl, the guy is trying to hook up with, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, this one's actually, again, a good check in the column because it's uh it actually is a a kind of a fun play on the way things were for the for women then and and even now
1: well you can you can disperse all that goodwill immediately because can I why can I do that following that scene we have Tom Arnold's daughter going into the cockpit and announcing that she's 18 to which Snoop Dogg I guess gets a major erection and says, basically, in so many words, hey, everybody, we're going to have a party, and I guess everyone's just going to come and fuck this 18-year-old. <laughs> Run a
0: train on this girl.
1: Yeah, well, let's, let's do this. And that,
0: yeah. let's, uh, yikes. Yep, 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 that, that, uh, that really got good check, just got immediately knocked out by five or six uh, bad ones. Uh, Snoop, uh, his character, uh, takes some mushrooms... Uh, which he thinks are, you know, just magic mushrooms, but turned out to be, um, uh, anti-ball itch mushrooms. Because they're balls, that's why it's funny. Right, because that, they're, they're ball itch m- mushrooms that, that Gaiman, uh, ha- would put on his nuts and, to, to stop a, 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 ball itch. And they, they were African, so they were lethal. Mm-hmm. This fucking movie, this fucking movie. <laughs> so, yeah, he eats, he keeps eating them, um...
1: But isn't this where we get our Terry Crews cameo too?
0: Yes, because
1: um and guys, this sounds all over the place because it is. I mean, it's almost it's it's basically a parody movie, which I always said was going to be hard to cover on this show. We're doing our best. There ain't much of a
0: plot. Just letting no, you know. No. And and it's no um like I said, no. I would even I would have rather watched Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood than watching this or I'm going to get you sucker. Oh my god, that would have been We couldn't have talked about that. That's a fantastic movie. It's too good, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, it's Terry Crews here. He's working uh, security at the club. That they just uh, opened, I guess. In the airplane yeah. uh, where uh, I think um, uh, Little John is is playing. And Big Boy. Yep. Uh, but first we have to have uh, Terry Crews there who doesn't want to let Tom Arnold in cuz he's he's not on the list. We think there's gonna be a really great scene where Terry Crews just punches Tom Arnold right the fuck out. Just hoping, but of course, Terry Crews says, "Are you ready? Are you ready to take this ass beat?" And he's like, "I am," because that's my daughter in there. And of course, this tugs on. Um, you know Terry Cruz's heart, uh, because his daughters and how much he loves them, which made me wonder if this was a Brooklyn Nine Nine prequel. Yep, I wrote down. He just (laughs) went full Terry Jeffries. Yeah, (laughs) it tugs on his heartstrings, so of course he lets him in. Lets him into the club. You know, go get your girl. Oh, that's sweet. There couldn't possibly be um, a a negative thing
1: that happens after this to uh, dissuade all that. Oh wait, this is the other gay joke coming up. Yeah, because they're looking for Gayman, the co-pilot. Mm-hmm. He he left. They can't find him, and and uh, they get on the radio and say, "Attention, gay man. I've got to go. What did he say? I got to go take a shit, basically. Um, so uh, and, so please come up here, and we need you in the cockpit. And you know who hears him say, Gayman, the gay guy." Every,
0: every gay guy
1: in the well, plane. Well, we see him react first, and he smiles. And yeah. then we see all the gay people, including, I think, I'm not sure what this movie is trying to say, but I think there's supposed to be trans people in there, um, yeah. as well as priests. Hilarious. Ha <laughs> ha. Take that, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, really. The thing that really <laughs> sealed it for me, though, as like the laziest fucking joke, is that their song choice was Macho Man.
0: Oh yeah, well I mean it could have been YMCA, but still I mean yeah. <laughs> no,
1: but I mean either one. Anything like, by the village
0: people would have been just like, come the, on guys, the fucking hackiest
1: thing. Like come on, which by the way was the theme for uh, the guy who's no longer the president.
0: So that's fun. <laughs> so ironic. All right, uh, th- yeah, this is I said yeah, uh, Little John and uh, Big Boy are playing uh, and shooting a video. We're cutting between that and the bar conversation that Tom Arnold has with Kevin Hart
1: mm-hmm.
0: about uh, about his wife uh, being infatuated with the model uh, who's on the cover of this magazine and Kevin Hart apparently knows exactly who he's talking about and he's like he's, he describes him, the clothes he's wearing and I think he says, dick like a tree trunk yeah yeah <laughs> And he says, "Yeah, that's the one." He's like, "Oh yeah, you're never getting her back. You're not. Ne- yeah, you're not getting gone. her back. Have she's you even gone. tried to talk to her?" And Tom Rawls says, "No, she's still got the the vocal cord damage.
1: Get it? <laughs> she
0: blew him, and he's got a huge
1: dick. He got so. a big dick, got in her throat. Hilarious.
0: I, I'm I'm laughing now as I say it. So I mean, obviously, begrudgingly into the good column for
1: me it goes. Um, but yeah, that's just the basic bullshit thing of like." You know uh, t- or talk he's basically telling Kevin about his you know his relationship with his kids and Kevin's talking about his relationship with the girl the girl he likes and they're basically telling each other be better and you know everything's gonna be fine it's at this point that
0: Snoop Dogg dies or so yes we think. because well well he goes on a real bad mushroom trip and we think he's dead um oh we did we f- forgot that to mention that Kevin Arnold's kid is um, co-directing. Uh, this music video that they were shooting beforehand. Oh, yeah! Because remember, okay. he's he he was there. He and uh, he actually gave advice to the director to oh. put more scantily clad women into oh. the video. And then when that kid does that fucking dance, when
1: he's just shaking his head and his arms and stuff, I'm like, yeah. fuck off! Just absolutely, <laughs> absolutely fuck off! Um, oh wait, we forgot to mention that Snoop Dogg almost crashes the plane so he doesn't have to pay child support, right? you got to throw that line in there. Sure. Put that
0: in there. Uh, what do I have? I Okay, and I know the teabagging one, because that's that's where... Um, uh, fucking... Ke- uh, Tom Arnold... I almost said Kevin Arnold. <laughs> you said Kevin coming. Arnold earlier. Did I? You did. Kevin Arnold, which is Fred Savage's character from The Wonder Years. Okay. Um, so, imagine that when I said that, that this was happening to a young Fred Savage. <laughs> uh, but Tom Arnold has the... Uh, has... Um, teabagging explained to him by yeah. Kevin Arnold. No, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hull. There you go. <laughs> so imagine young Fred Savage explaining teabagging <laughs> to Tom I, No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> but but with the voice of Daniel Stern in his head, t- remembering it. Daniel Turns out did, Tom didn't know what teabagging was, so <laughs> by golly, I told him. <laughs> and then cut to Fred Savage explaining it. <laughs>
1: maybe See, I we're writing been... a
0: better movie we're <laughs> writing a better movie
1: maybe i shouldn't have been having this kind of conversation with an adult but who was i to judge i was a kid
0: <laughs> and it was the 60s <laughs> uh okay um but the
1: couple that always fucks comes into the cockpit and they're like, hey, Snoop, do you mind if we fuck in here? And the the joke is, like, they're hitting turbulence, so it makes Snoop look like so he's, they, like, nodding and nodding. turning his hand up yep. and stuff. So they start doing that until they realize that he's dead and they start freaking out. <laughs> at one point, Tom Arnold... So Tom Arnold meets up with his daughter again and they have a heart-to-heart or whatever. And, you know, this, we get the reveal because she says, oh, I'm only saying this, like, super sexual stuff to get back at you, to make you uncomfortable. And he says... Yeah. He says his wife left him for a woman and then he has a line about like, you know, your mom doesn't want to be with me anymore and your mom and Dorothy don't want to be with me at all. And I'm just like, oh, okay, so his wife left him for a woman and then he said, "Hey, threesome?" Oh god. That's basically what happened there. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah cuz he does he just something the the fact that um I I'd love to be with I'd love to be with your mom. I'd love to be with your mom and Dorothy. So, so they need to find another
1: pilot, and Gaiman they find in a hot tub with a bunch of ladies, because he's straight, okay? Just want you to know.
0: Yeah, and he's in his drawers, and uh, he slips getting out of the um, jacuzzi, and is dead or knocked out. I don't care. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're just being honest, because I don't think there's
1: evidence of either either one. We don't see him again, so let's, let's nope. say he died. Okay.
0: <laughs> cuz we we immediately go i think next is we go to the scene where uh Redman and uh uh he's trying to convince Kevin Hart to jump out of the plane with him.
1: Yes. Because the plane's going down you, because they have no wait, pilot. Wait,
0: wait. You say Redman? Redman, Redman. I mean, you mean Method Man? No, oh, yeah, you're right. It's Method Man. <laughs> We're high as Redman and Method Man's in this movie. Right. Oof. <laughs> this movie, man. It's doing a number on me. I don't think this is a rare episode where we both like had like had hard drinks. <laughs> usually, you. It's usually I got a beer and you got a drink, or you you got a beer and I got a drink. Yeah, maybe this maybe this formula is not going to work out. I. You know what? I think it's required for this film. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. yeah. So
1: I mean, yeah. So, so so
0: Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, not Kevin Arnold, not, yeah, not Kevin Young Hart. Fred Kevin Savage. Hart. Uh, he now is like, no, I'm, I'm not going to jump out, uh, the, the plane with you in this parachute method, man. Uh, I'm going back to the cockpit and I'm going to land this plane and his girlfriend is there and she believes in him. And we have that other part of the flashback that we do where we find out that Kevin,
1: mm -hmm. the reason he broke up with her was because he heard her arguing with her dad about going to college and he's like, I didn't want to hold you back and whatever movie i
0: don't care i really don't care and and she forgives him um yeah and, and she believes in him and of course he goes in and he gets on the he gets on the headset with the tower and they put him on hold
1: uh, uh. right that's hilarious <laughs> we also get a line cuz it all of a sudden the cockpit is just an open door at this point people are just coming in at one <laughs> yeah. point method man was sitting in the co-pilot seat and i was like what
0: well, because he 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 had a change of heart and, no, no, uh, before to, this, before oh, this, yeah. Snoop was just oh, no. flying,
1: and he was just sitting there.
0: Yeah, because that, that was after Gaiman left, but before yeah. Snoop, uh, you know, went on the mushroom trip, he was in. Uh, I think he he was in uh, either selling weed or just smoking up with with Snoop Dogg.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monique says she wants to ride the black box to safety. Yes, that line actually did. Okay, that was my one like, huh, moment. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't even a full like a la- lot th- like a full throated laugh. It's just like a huh. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get- entendre. I get it. Yeah. Um, but what wasn't funny is the scene that follows this because Sofia Vergara is like they try to figure out like where everything is and she's like oh I know I used to fuck a pilot let me just mm. put myself in the exact positions um, and it'll be hilarious because everyone's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to look like I'm getting fucked by everyone and then I'll know where the controls are and... she's
0: finding all the switches to engage the, the autopilot Method and, and...
1: Man starts licking her leg at one point <laughs>
0: Well, yes, yes, because he's he's getting into her pretending to have sex with an imaginary pilot in the cockpit. We mm-hmm. do um, uh, we do have, we do have a, a a a early cell phone joke uh, where the uh, the airplane <sighs> mode on someone's cell phone nearly causes a crash. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. that's just a myth. Beep, and then the
1: plane immediately goes down. Yeah. There's also um, that couple that fucks everywhere. They're now fucking outside on the wheels. On the landing gear. On the landing gear which yeah.
0: I mean, you know what? If if Arnold Schwarzenegger can lower himself from it and then jump out into a watery marsh and survive, they can fuck on landing gear while the <laughs> plane lands and still survive. <laughs> Well, I don't think they're, like, (laughs) made of muscle and from Austria, though, so they might have a problem. East Germany. He was from East Germany in that movie. (laughs) Oh,
1: I was referring to the real person. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Not the character John Matrix. Right. So So, so Kevin Hart manages to land the plane. And and, Um, and by the way, this girl that he's into was engaged to someone else the whole time, and she just, like, takes the ring off, and she's like, I'm yours.
0: Yeah, with no no soul searching involved no you know wondering how this is going to affect her fiance his feelings the life they have built together because they are they are engaged to be married we're not talking about i've been seeing on someone for a couple of months we didn't even meet the guy right so i mean he could be absolutely ruining this guy's life who believes this girl is his soulmate and then she's just dishing the ring for some guy who you know thought he was doing something noble but a, a half a decade ago or something yeah and they land in central park so the joke there is that someone steals their rims uh, um, yeah and he uh we get the, uh, the you you know how expensive 84 inch rims are mm-hmm. uh, we did also uh, we did fail to mention because we, we mentioned some of the interior uh, retrofitting they did for the plane but there was also uh there were spinner rims right. on all the landing gear because mm-hmm. they you know get, get it because it's blinged out you get it uh,
1: yeah um there's another and then and then one more gay panic panic joke for the road uh because john witherspoon is like standing there and he uh mm-hmm. he says like "Ooh, i smell you baby and then of course it's flame and then John Witherspoon immediately feels his neck for an Adam's apple and starts, like, freaking out and panicking. So, it's, like, that and also, like, Flame, like, being, like, I'm going to trick this blind guy into having sex with me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's SN- Listen, SNL awful. did a
1: sketch like that in the 80s where John Lovitz was a, a blind guy and Steve Gut- Gutenberg was, like, a gay man and he kept trying to trick him into having sex with him. Guess what sketch has never aired in repeats? That
0: one. <laughs> oh, really? That's, that's yeah. a fun fun little interesting tidbit. Um, so, okay, so now that they've landed in Central Park, not a LaGuardia or a JFK, uh, we uh, we get our, we get Aftermath stuff. Mm-hmm. Meth and Man ended up buying a, a strip club airline. Yep. Monique um, and Tom
1: Arnold hook up and I'm
0: like, no thanks.
1: <laughs> right. She calls him a White Denzel. White Denzel, like, yes. No one has
0: ever said that about tom arnold but don't forget she thought the sergeant from the rookie was uh, just denzel period and then he and then he calls
1: her black holly berry
0: yeah uh and then of course we find out that tom arnold's uh son uh went on to direct uh, music videos but no one has seen him since he worked on that michael jackson video get it Cause of the, cause, people thought he
1: touched kids for a while. Remember that? Yeah. And then, oh, Snoop! Snoop is not dead. It turns out, and mm. he he wakes up though, and all his shit has been stolen. He's like, "Oh fuck!" And then the credits. Yeah.
0: No, he makes he makes a something. He makes a crack about Jet Black. But about Jack Black? No, Jet. <laughs> I was like Jet, Jet Black.
1: I was like, that'd be such a weird joke to make. No, man, I feel like yeah.
0: Jack Black up in this bitch. And I think it's a, it's supposed to be, a, you know, obviously it's it's a, there's a couple of layers to this joke, um, Jet being, uh, you know, magazine, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Jet Black when people have heard something that is a very very black, um, in that you know, so it ends on again a, a layered yet lazy joke and really
1: honestly a pun if you
0: will to, yeah and and really honestly there's
1: no plot in this movie to speak no. of no
0: it's no you could feel they were definitely going for more of a um scary movie but one of its several sequels i mean vibe. they're they think it's airplane but it's it not. Is, it is not. <laughs> it no. is
1: not. And even Airplane, like Airplane is a very funny movie, but if those same jokes were made in, in that movie today, I, they would have to remove some of it. Like some of it, you go back and you're like, ooh, okay, <laughs> yeah. 1980. Um, yeah. But that movie, oh my, but, but 90% of that movie holds up to this day. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so. So, so, so Nathan, um, this is where we usually run down the ratings. So I'll just
0: say, what is your rating and why is it avoid like the plague? <laughs> you are correct to assume that uh, it is it it is a void like the plague because it is lazy, um, almost offensive to its core, mm. um, and I, I just oh, fucking woefully unsubtle. Uh, it, it's it's as subtle as you know a wrecking ball that Miley Cyrus comes in like. <laughs> like, it's it's that, yeah. Uh, if you want, uh, you know, if you want a better movie to watch, um, like we, we mentioned, Undercover Brother. Undercover Brother, uh, 100%. Um, I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah. I'm going to get you, sucker. Even, I would even recommend Don't Be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood over this movie. The
1: first, the first scary movie better than this. Yes, the first Water scary movie this. way better
0: than this. Um or and if you're looking for maybe not necessarily the satire aspect, but you know maybe a, like just a, a straightforward comedy, um, am you know, D- Death at a Funeral, the remake with Chris mm-hmm. Rock. Yeah. Um, I'm also gonna say, um, you, it, Tales from the Hood. <laughs> yeah. Tales from the Hood. Almost great. just about any any movie in the history of black cinema over this movie and
1: even another movie with some slightly problematic homophobic stuff in it but hollywood shuffle is better than this too
0: yeah but again so. product of its time
1: well that's what i mean at least that movie yeah. can say "Well, it was made in the 80s whereas this was made in 2004 which I, a lot of the a lot of the gay stuff was still perfectly that no one batted an eye at that at the time, if you well, remember not, correctly. Well, not, not publicly, anyway. I didn't have
0: any repercussions, mm. anyway. <laughs> no, that's what I mean, yeah. you know. And, you know, thankfully things are more different now. Yeah, thankfully we're being a little... And I, I'm guessing your uh, your your reason why it's a void like the plague for you is just a carbon copy of what I've just said.
1: <laughs> I would say it's worth a watch um, if you're the you devil. fucking
0: liar. <laughs> yeah. April Fruz was a couple weeks ago, bud. <laughs> worth a, worth I would a watch. say it's
1: worth a watch if you're secretly Jeffrey Dahmer and still alive. I want you to watch this over and over <laughs> again, you fuck. <laughs> no, it's terrible. This movie's It's awful. fucking terrible. Awful. Avoid, like, the plague. Yeah. It's a hot garbage mess, fire bullshit. Asshole cock. Um, I think. I don't <laughs> Random, know what happened to be Randomly <laughs> developed Tourette's syndrome. <laughs> this, this movie. This movie, man. But we'll be right back. We're going to take a brief break, hear from our sponsors, and we will return. What were they And we're back. Uh, yes, we are back. Oh, boy. It's well, now that we've talked about uh, Soul
0: Plane, Nathan, it's time for the low haiku. What is the low haiku? Uh, the low haiku uh, this week is actually a contractual obligation that has us talking about this movie even longer. Uh, in However, in a very brief format, 17 syllables. Oh, Okay. That, that that works for me.
1: Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, Nathan, would you uh,
0: like to begin? Sure. Sure. <clears throat> Soulless is this plane, flying into damnation. This should shame us all. This is one of the few times where I have actually gone with serious poetry <laughs> um, for this thing. That's, that's, that's where we need to go. It might have happened twice here. <clears throat>
1: Some stereotypes, gay panic out the wazoo. It's just not funny.
0: You're good. I, I do find it intriguing that you used that gay panic out the wazoo, considering the wazoo is term slang, term euphemism for the anus. I might
1: have subconsciously done that, and then because I realized immediately after I wrote it. But one to soul <laughs> We're out of here. Get out of
0: here with your you know your serious poetry and whatnot. It's Oh god. We still gotta keep talking about this movie. <laughs> well, kinda. <of. laughs> Maybe yeah, I know. We
1: but we did talk about this movie, but what do we always say?
0: <sighs> well, we always say Don't take a word.
1: So yes, that's right. Don't take our word for it. Nathan, what are the critics saying about Soul Plane?
0: Well, the critics um, (laughs) gave it 18%, which seems high. Like 18% of critics said, this is a pass. Out of 101 reviews, so almost literally 18 out of 100 enjoyed this movie. One of which is probably Armand White. What about the audience score? The audience gave it a 51. Yikes! Out of over 50,000 ratings.
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the positive spin here. That means around 25,000 people didn't like it.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well,
1: let's dive in. Let's dive into these reviews here. Um. My first one is gonna be Jamie Russell from BBC.com and uh, Jamie Russell okay, says
0: that's, let's, get, let's get the British guys take on, <laughs> yeah. on, on black filmmaking yeah
1: exactly um, <laughs> come back the Wayans brothers all is forgiven even scary movie 2 okay. 1 out of 5
0: <laughs> still actually scary movie 2 yeah, still not the worst scary movie <laughs> yeah. No, well yeah No. wasn't there like a 5th one or some bullshit yeah anything after the second one is just unwatchable <laughs> Kevin Carr from Fat Guys at the Movies. That's <laughs> a sight after my own heart. That's clogged uh, with cholesterol. Tries to do too much and fails. Two out of five.
1: Okay, so here's something we talked about, uh, Nathan. David Nusser of Real Film Reviews says, It's hard not to be offended by a sequence in which an Arab man boards the airplane, much to the shock and horror of everyone around him.
0: And that review is not a retrospective review. That was from September 28, thousand and four. Yeah, that was when the movie came out. So there you go. One of the reviews has okay. a
1: swear word because it's all like asterisked out.
0: Yeah, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna give a a, a guess at this one because it's Richard Klein, and I'm looking at it and I'm doing I'm counting the number of asterisks <laughs> or asterisks, uh, and I think it is. A shit eating style of humor mm. that might have seemed funny in theory, but virtually nothing sparks on the st- screen. And that's from Richard Klein from Shadows on the Wall.
1: Shadows on the Wall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a dog without a
1: bone, an actor <laughs> on alone. All right um okay well this is an odd this i'm gonna pick this one because it's one of the few positive ones it's from eric d snyder of eric d snyder.com just want to point out d snyder <laughs> no i wish just want to point out uh, based on this picture a very white man i'll say uh positive review but he says uneven but often very funny when it spoofs black culture the movie connects solidly
0: this one from uh mark palmero uh, from the coast uh, out of Halifax, Nova Scotia is the reason why I picked it. So I'm gonna read this as, uh, as a maritimer there fella. Uh, the airplane formula gets reworked as a raunchy setup uh, send up by of uh, black racial stereotypes. but uh, the movie has uh, an aura of bad sketch comedy there fella. Um, I added the hate there fella. <laughs> I wasn't gonna read
1: another one, but then I found our old uh, our old late friend Ken Hankey. Um, oh, what did Ken have to say about Express? this? <laughs> well, Ken had some words. Uh, he says, the makers of Soul Plane simply have no taste, and they try to make up for it by demonstrating that they also have no
0: talent. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing he wasn't a fashion critic. Ken, My goodness, Ken? that was cat E came to play. Right? <laughs> Meow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Sean McBride, Sean the movie guy, he wrote, uh, Older audiences will be offended by most of what passes for comedy in Soul Plane, but there's no denying that a younger hip-hop-flavored crowd uh, should be quite amused. Two and a half out of four. But it's still a rotten review.
1: Yeah. I mean, Roger Ebert, when he gives stuff two and a half, he still says thumbs down. I think it's like three or up. is like a full thumbs up.
0: Oh, Okay. Two and a half
1: is like his border thing where he's like thumbs up, it's just thumbs down, but it's like just missing like a little bit just to push it into a good other, movie. Other
0: folk might enjoy it immensely, is, is what he's getting. Yeah, okay. And now we shall delve deep yes. into the depths of the snake pit.
1: Yep. Uh, so the audience review is Vincent T uh, so it gives it one and a half out of stars, and he says, My gosh. An insult to black people the world over.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's, he's spot on because. But uh, Tatiana S., this movie is so funny. The cast is amazing. I laugh from the beginning to the last scene. This is for adults due to the kind of jokes they played around. Soundtrack is also really good. Five out of stars. Ugh i mean soundtrack by the Riza, i will say is the one of the credits at the beginning so nothing so this has to be one of those movies that the uh the soundtrack is considerably better than the movie the soundtrack took me back a little bit too <laughs> some of those yeah.
1: songs i was like oh i remember hearing them back in the day um okay lucas n uh gives it uh, one out of stars if you are a black person I discourage you from seeing this movie. If you are a white person, I discourage you from seeing this movie. In fact, if you are any type of person, don't see this movie because it is a bad movie.
0: All right. Uh, so my next one comes from, uh, David G. Uh, and he writes, David Geffen, David Geffen probably. Okay. Um, it's better, funnier film than 3.6 out of 10. See it on HBO three out of stars. Okay. So it's better than 3.6, but not better than six out of 10. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: between 3.7 and six. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, <laughs> I think Rica J is a little confused um, with uh, their review here. I love this movie, okay. but it won't play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you need to get a
0: new uh, DVD player, <laughs> Greta Rica. <laughs> Uh, my next one uh, comes from Brian M I can only assume it's former Prime Minister Minister Brian Mulroney and uh, he writes it's been way too long since I've watched this (laughs) lull. he would like this movie three out of stars ugh Oh, by the way, I just
1: realized Greta Rica's comment because there was a there was a note here that the Kevin Hart had said that like this was a this was a movie that got bootlegged super hard before it came out like on the streets, and he yeah. his quote was. Uh, it made $40 million on the streets, <laughs> which I'm wondering now. <laughs> I'm wondering now if Greta Rica bought a copy from like a bootlegger.
0: <laughs> She's like, it's not playing. <laughs> hey, Hey, Kevin, you know why I made $40 million on the street? Cause nobody, nobody wanted to pay legitimate money for this movie. And nobody ended up watching it. Cause like three quarters of those movies don't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. My last one is from Carlos V. And uh, his review reads as such. Relax, idiots. This is a really funny film. Top 10 in my all-time favorite movies. Five out of stars.
0: That's that's a cry for help. <laughs> uh, my last one comes from Anastasia. So the former uh, princess of Russia. <laughs> sure, she's on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and she writes... Okay, last parts. Thirteen to own. Four and a half out of stars. Wow, I couldn't have said it better myself. I think the thirteen is supposed to be like a heart. Oh, okay. As in that she'd love to own it, but it doesn't. It doesn't come off that way in the text <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. We
1: sound so old. I think when she puts those symbols together, she's trying to make a heart. <laughs>
0: It's a winky face. I know it's a winky face. I've seen them use it before on the the cellular phones. (laughs) All right. Well, those are the
1: reviews for this hunk of shit. Um, So next week, Nathan is going to pick a movie, and it's our fifth Thursday, so that means it's a small screen shameful. We'll tell you that much. (laughs) Reason to celebrate. Um, And, uh... (laughs) And, I mean, it's going to be one of those rare movies until, like, probably July because we have a lot of Patreon stuff. We have Listener's Choice coming up. So, here you go. It's going to be one of those rare movies that we pick (laughs) in the next couple months. Um, But, Nathan, give us a clue as to what's coming. Okay. Are you guys all ready
0: for this? Ra ra sis, boom, There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
1: Nathan, is there anything you want to ask? Maybe not about the movie, but, you know.
0: No, well, no, maybe about movies in in general, I guess. Uh, Brendan, uh, you know, I know here in our neck of the woods, uh, we're starting to get some some vaccines, and comparatively, our case counts are fairly low, Uh, but we are all still doing our, even doing our best to stay inside and, and, uh, you know, keep things uh, from being spread about. Um and in doing so we obviously we're taking uh, part in a lot of television and movies and things like that, so it makes me kind of wonder. Live you know, puppet yeah. shows, yeah. <laughs> right. Well well of all that new what you watching, bud? Um, I actually just watched a
1: little a little horror thriller um called The Rental. Uh I don't know if you've if you heard of this one. It came out I believe this year or last year. But it's actually the directorial debut of uh, Dave Franco. So James's okay. uh, younger brother. Um, it has uh, Dan Stevens and Allison Brie and two other people whose names escape me. And it's a movie about these two couples who go to um, a little like, you know, a little rental, a little cottage rental and an Airbnb, if you will. I think it is actually supposed to be an Airbnb. <laughs> um, okay. There's some tension. There's like a lot of little tension early on, like the guy who owns it is kind of racist. There's some there's some potential jealousy and tension between the couples. And then there's some weird shit that starts going. It's one of those movies where I want to I want to say less about it and just say that it's a really great little tense horror movie. Um, it takes some unexpected turns and it's a slow burn. I will say that. But, uh, yeah, check it out. The Rental. I believe you can watch it on Prime in Canada.
0: Okay, cool. Well, um, I actually watched... uh, What are you watching, bud? I don't know. I don't know, bud. I watched, anyways, uh, uh, another horror movie. I know. Surprise, surprise. Uh. Um, But this one um, uh, was a little ditty called The Devil's Reign. And it has uh, Tom Skerritt and William Shatner between Star Trek, the series and Star Trek, the motion picture. So he was definitely uh, slumming it. Um, And finally, Ernest Borgnine as the villain. Is is he the Devil's Reign? He is the, he is actually, he is the leader of, of a satanic cult, um, and the practical effects makeup they use on him in the, uh, the closing scenes of the movie are just superb in that, um, they look ridiculous under high definition, uh, standards. Also, um, I don't feel they need to do any sort of real, um, I don't know, uh, prosthetic or, or makeup work on him given that his eyebrows make him automatically already look like the devil <laughs> um yeah I mean he's just look. Like, he looks like an evil uh version of the guy from Up um yes yes he does and that is on the that is also on prime in canada and i'm guessing probably just put everywhere else because it doesn't look like it, it would look like a whole lot to secure the rights to broadcast that movie anywhere all right it, it starts off promising and just quickly loses all steam
1: <laughs> perfect uh
0: strong recommendation from nathan there for the Devils. hey you know what it uh I would rather watch it again than watching this movie yeah. again. I say that about a lot of yeah. movies. You know what movie you can't say that about, though?
1: Postal. Still better than Postal. No,
0: this is still better than Postal. <laughs> <laughs> Not by a large margin. No, it's it's in... Or a large marge from Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. It is pretty close to being as bad as Postal. It's in that ballpark. Yeah. Which is Comiskey Park, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, Comiskey Park. yeah. yeah. I still think Sharon Tate is at the bottom, but it's it's very close for me. It's very, very close. So I can still mm. confidently say, still better than Postal. <laughs> Nathan, your good friend Montrose is here to say
0: a few quick words. Yes, and he's got a pep in his step these days, I'll tell you what. Let's get him here. <clears throat> Hello! It's a good friend, Montrose Milkington III here, and my goodness, as I said before, it is great to be back. Uh, just a quick missive, uh, because I... I Want to have as little association with this movie in any way, shape, or form uh, as possible. So uh, check out Montrose Monkington TV on YouTube. Be friends with me at Facebook, uh, the group Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and friends. And finally, tweet at me at Montrose the Third number three R D on Twitter. Uh, but don't tell them you heard it on this episode uh, because I again do not want to be associated with this movie. Uh, thank you. More later.
1: Yeah, make sure you use the, the promo code MonkingtonSoulPlane. Soulplane. Uh, Don't you out. dare, you rat bastard! <laughs> wow, <laughs> I've never heard him swear like he that before. He yeah, he really uh, he really tested the sensors on this show.
0: He really he does not want to be associated with this this movie in any way at all. Even even just by through talking about it.
1: All right, well that's the show. That's all from us. Um, you can find us on all the podcast apps. Of course, our home base is Age of Radio. Big time! We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us at WWTT Podcast. Just search for us on Facebook. We're on Patreon.com slash WWTT Podcast. Redbubble, Public, all that good stuff. But that all having been said, Nathan, I've got questions.
0: Oh, I don't know if I've got answers, but I'll give it a shot, pal. In, in a world... <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, La Fontaine. In,
1: in, in which the movie Soul Plane exists. Oh, it's not a world I want to live in. How can one person have faith in a
0: living God? Not so much a living, just a benevolent one. A benevolent I mean, God. How can there be
1: one if this movie exists? I, I that that's my that's my main question,
0: Nathan. <laughs> that's your main question.
1: And, and and on top of all that for yeah. a, a, an intelligent being, an omnipresent being in the sky that could allow this this monstrosity from just playing on several multiplexes, some probably filled with people. People having to put this into their into their brains having paid theater money. Paid theater money. I didn't pay a dime and I still feel like I wasted theater money. I just, like, I, I'm so bummed out after watching this movie of how bad it is that all I can really, really fucking ask right now is one thing. Go for right ahead. What were they thinking? Look inside. Look inside your tiny mind. Then look a bit harder. Because we're so uninspired. So sick and tired. Not how you find